Welcome to the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast. Mormon Mompreneur is a home for women of faith who desire to be strengthened in motherhood and empowered in business. We thrive off of talking with other women with unique experiences and vision who have felt guided by the divine to bring about remarkable things at home and abroad. really excited that you're here for Mormon Mompreneur podcast and today we have with us Jess from Positively Oaks. She is fantastic. I followed her for a long time and you are going to love her. She is a mom to a baby girl named Blake and two pups. She's married to a handsome man named Marcus and she has an obsession with Dr. Pepper who doesn't and wears boots. Take one. (laughs) (laughs) She wears boots all year long. She has a blog, Positively Oaks, that talks about motherhood, home, and everything in between. The thing I love most about Jess is that she has found a way to be an online cheerleader and best friend. She will walk you through everything and tells you the nitty gritty of being a mom. So welcome, Jess. We are so glad that you're here. Hello. (laughs) That was quite the introduction. Thank you. Well, it's quite the introduction for quite the girl. We're glad that you're here with us. Thank you. (laughs) Let's jump into it. Tell people about Positively Oaks, how it got started. What was your inspiration behind it? I have been blogging on and off for a about eight years. It's been a whole lot of trial and error. But I started Positively Oaks about four years ago. And I was just blogging about our infertility journey, because we struggled to get pregnant with Blake, and it just kind of picked up. I wanted a space where moms could come and like, relate, but also feel that I was being totally real and raw about the everyday struggles, just the life of being a mom, because you know, it's not easy. Let's just be real. (laughs) So I just have kind of created the space where we can come, we can laugh, we can be real. I talk about like our lifestyle, how I do things as a mom, my everyday struggles as a mom, what I'm learning. We recently built a home. So a lot of people have been interested in our home decor. So I've thrown that in, which has been fun for me because I really, really like to do it. Honestly, we just talk about everything and everything. <laughs> it's like being a mom, right? You have to, yeah, exactly, you have exactly. to know everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> How did you get the courage to, I mean, if you started this with infertility, I mean, that's, that's really personal. So how did you have the courage to do that? Oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) Um, You know, I am a writer. I love to write. I always have. I am like that person who kept a journal from age five. And it was like, I went to grandma's house today. You know, like I just really like to write things down. It was like my online journal, if I'm being totally honest. And I started an Instagram account and like slowly people started following along. And I was like, oh, am I going to do this? Like, am I going to just like be personal and like write about this? I prayed about it and went back and forth with it and talked with my husband and I decided, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. I just think it's something that one is not talked about often enough. Yeah. And two, it's just something that moms can relate to. It's a struggle that happens a lot more often than you would think. I just wanted to be open about it and talk about it and kind of have this platform where we could come together, you know, all of us struggling, even if we weren't struggling, where we could just come together and find happiness and joy with one another. Well, I think that's why I feel like you're my online best friend, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because you are sharing about your little girl and all the day-to-day things. So what do you tell moms who are struggling with the day-to-day? Just because you're a mom and a person, (laughs) you're going to struggle with the day-to-day. And it seems kind of lonely. 
my biggest piece of advice is honestly just roll with it. Like (laughs) it's hard. It's really, really hard. I mean, every day I'm like, how am I going to balance this? How in the world am I going to figure out like how to run a business and take care of my husband and my kid? You know, like that's just a lot to do. And not to mention she's at the stage right now where it's a whole lot of tears and a whole lot of meltdowns. So it's hard. Like the days (laughs) have been hard. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, just cry. Try it out because (laughs) when you're done, you just feel better. Take a bath at night and just breathe and do the best that you can because really like we're all doing the best that we can. No one's perfect. No one has it down. No one knows the magic trick to doing it great, but take each day at a time (laughs) and do your best. (laughs) I am definitely with you. I've got a bunch of kids and I'm always like, what the heck are we doing? Right, right. But it's yeah. like day at a time, right? And exactly, and one then, day at a time. And then celebrate the good things too. We can get worked up in the things that aren't going perfectly, but what is going perfectly? Nothing. And I think that's a huge one. For a while, I was like kind of Miss Negative Nelly, and everything was just <laughs> it's not going my way. Like I hate this. My life sucks. You know, like you get just so wrapped up in it. So I think it's really important to just stop and take a step back and realize how much good you do have in your life. I think that is perfect. Do you have any tips that you use to balance everything, to balance your life? I mean, it's a big topic, but usually for me, I think my balance tips are small things that I do that make a difference. First and foremost, I tell everyone to use a calendar. Like, I swear by it. It's just kind of my saving grace. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, like, I am super OCD about it, and I have it, like, color-coordinated and all of that, but it's made a big difference for me. So I'll put down, you know, what needs to be happening with Blake at that time and what I need to be doing for work that day if I have appointments for myself and so on and so forth. And it sounds silly, but every single day, like I'll schedule time that is time for Blake and I so that I have, you know, that mom one-on-one time. It's in my calendar, which it sounds ridiculous, I know, but (laughs) if I don't put it in my calendar, I know that I'm not going to make time for it and it's just going to fly by. And then the end of the day is going to come and I'm going to say, I didn't really get to be a mom today. Like that sucked. And then to-do list. If it comes in my head, it goes on my calendar, it goes on my to-do list because otherwise I promise you it's not going to happen. Like it's just, it's going to leave my brain and (laughs) I'm going to forget all about it. (laughs) What do you use to calendar? Are you a paper girl? I love paper planners. I do. And I have one, but I use Google calendars for the most part. I do have a paper planner and I actually use that for like all of our budgeting just because I like to see it written down. It just is kind of therapeutic to me. So I do have one, but I use Google calendars for the most part. I think that you're really wise in writing down time for Blake, for your daughter, because that's the most important, right? That's what you're doing. Absolutely. And so why aren't we making time for it? Because at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, we feel guilty because we didn't make it a priority. So you seem to walk the line of approachable blogger, but also really put together. Like you just seem to do it. I don't know, um, because I see a lot of others that they seem to have it all together, but it's unrealistic for a lot of people. You're sweet. You know, if I'm being honest, like, I'm just a mess. mess. I really am. My big thing is I really, really like pretty pictures. So a lot of people will be like, you post these pretty pictures all the time, you know, like, that's not real. But if you read each of my captions, especially on Instagram, like, I try to be real. So like in that caption, I will be like, today was hard. Like it sucked. (laughs) So I feel like that's a balance. You know, I balance this pretty Instagram picture that you're going to see. But at the same time, I'm writing about like the truthfulness, the things that really happened that day that are hard or, you know, a struggle that I'm facing in my life currently or whatever. I will like show you 
what my house really looks like. And then I'll show you the section where we're like filming. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So I clean up like that room and then the rest is like toys everywhere. What's really important for me is, you know, you see these big bloggers and you see Pinterest and all these things where everything just looks picture perfect and like they have it all together. And quite honestly, like you're going to sit there and you're going to feel really bad about yourself because you're wondering why the heck doesn't my house look like that? Why can't I seem to manage and do everything that they're doing? So I try really hard to be different in that aspect and show that that's not always what it's going to be. But at the same time, like I can still post pretty pictures, but I can also be real at the same time. And I can attempt to have it together. <laughs> That's word. But it is a struggle. It is a struggle, but I do, I try really hard. And this business, this is my baby. I mean, I have worked so hard on it. So it means the world to me and I give it my all. It's just that it's a priority to me. And I think that's what it comes down to. It's what's a priority, you know? Absolutely. And I also think that you have to know that if you're treating this like a business, I'm a photographer and I don't put my pictures up that look terrible because yeah. of course I take ones that people oh, yeah. have all- their eyes closed. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> of course, but I'm not going to show that to you because this is my business and I want you to be inspired by the good in me and the real. I love that. You also just got back from a big baby shower. Can you yeah. tell me about that? Like, cause this is your second one and you do... Yeah. A lot of great things with this. So tell us about that. So this is my second one. It's called a Positively Baby Shower. And it's an event for moms that are expecting or have just had a baby. The requirements are 15 weeks to four months postpartum to be able to attend. And it's these moms that get nominated by their friends and family that they think could use this special time. So whether it be they need it for financial reasons, just need a pickup, you know, like a pick me up for that day or whatever, we sit down and we go through all the nominations and then we pick a certain number of moms that are able to attend it. Quite honestly, that is the hardest part about all of it. And it's a whole lot of tears and a whole lot of praying about trying to figure out who to choose. So they get to come and they get to bring a plus one and we spoil them with lunch and with swag bags and giveaways and prizes and it's amazing and the brands that we have come in and help us and help us sponsor this are so giving they really are the people who make this spectacular the utah one i mean each mom went home with like hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of stuff they got diapers and bibs and lotions and bath stuff and i love it like it's kind of a sick twisted thing but i like being able to spoil these moms how did you come up with this I get that question a lot. (laughs) I had seen kind of like these project baby shower things, big events where any mom could come or where they surprise a mom on their doorstep or something like that. I kind of took a step back and I'm like, I want to be able to just throw a party. Like I want a fun party. I want them to be able to come to me, us to be able to dance and eat and like have a real baby shower. So I kind of went out on a limb. My husband thought it was crazy. Like, (laughs) and I threw our first one just here in our hometown in Boise and it went really, really well and people were interested. So I had brands coming to me and they were like, we've never seen this. Like, let's do another one. So we did our second one and we're actually planning our third and fourth one right now. So yeah. That is amazing. (laughs) And I vote for LA that you come Close to Southern California. I'm hoping to make it everywhere. That's like my big dream, but one step at a time, right? That's right. Conquer the West, my friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Um, Well, this isn't the only thing that you're giving back with. I mean, you have Don't Waste Happy and you have other campaigns like that. Can you tell me about those? And also, 
why is this such a big part of your business? Why do you feel like this is so integral to making yours a success? I have always just been taught that service is number one. My grandma taught me, my mom taught me, and they were big influences in my life. So I just wanted to be able to bring that happy to the world. And if I'm being honest, like it's totally for my own selfish reasons. <laughs> I like it brings me happiness, like to be able to give back and spoil, especially these moms for the shower, like it brings me joy. So I have Project I Got You Back, which is just kind of a hashtag that people use if they see mom shaming or bullying of any kind and they can just say it and like have that person's back and say, no, you're doing a good job. Like you're killing it. Because I think, especially in motherhood, we see so much negative out there that we need to throw that out and bring in the positive. Don't Waste Happy is kind of a fun one. I actually need to do more with that. It's been about a year and a half, but I started that one kind of just because I had some rough struggles as a child and they were kind of affecting my adulthood and my trust and, you know, yada, 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 all that gross stuff. So, you know, I got deep and I wrote this blog post and I said, no, here's the thing. We are going to find the happiness and I'm not going to waste any second that can be a happy one. So, you know, I made this hashtag don't waste happy and it's kind of this campaign and it's just like any moment that can be a happy one, I'm going to make it a happy one and I'm not going to let anything in my past or anyone in my way stop me from that. It's really empowering though, right? To, to realize that you have control, you know, you don't have to let, exactly. You do. You don't have to let your past, whatever mistakes or just life make mm -hmm. your future sad. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Choose. Well, you talk a lot about you. Well, everything right of your life. <laughs> I, do. I just cover everything in my life. Like it's just open out there. I get all personal. Everyone knows. Yeah. It's empowering. And I think it also helps other people because we all feel a lot of emotions <laughs> and we all can relate to that. All the tears. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about anxiety. You've had some anxiety in your journey through that. So what would you say to the mompreneur who are listeners who face that? I think we all face it in some aspects or some time in our lives. And especially when we do have the weight of being a mom and running a business and having a church calling and, you know, mm -hmm. wanting to just be our best, but anxiety can definitely get the better of us. So what advice would you give? Honestly, that's something I'm, you know, learning every day for myself. I have had anxiety since I was a kid and it's only gotten worse since becoming a mom. And especially in my business, you know, taking risks is scary and doing different things is scary. I mean, starting a business in itself is terrifying. And so obviously, you know, my anxiety is high all the time. <laughs> but one thing that I've really learned is one, the power of prayer is huge. Pray often and just trust and have faith. And this is something that I've recently learned. I struggled and I was constantly anxious and constantly nervous about what's going to happen. You know, if things are going to work out, if I'm even going to get anywhere, you know, so on and so forth. And finally, you know, years later, I've learned that God's not going to let you fail. He's not going to let you fail. So if you're living your life right, and if you're doing the things you're supposed to, and you're listening and doing the best that you can and what you think is best, things are going to work. So it might not happen on your timeline, because unfortunately, that's just not life. <laughs> <laughs> but I just have kind of learned just to trust and have faith and just to push that anxiety out of my head and just believe that things are going to work, that they're going to be hard. They're going to be really hard, but they're going to work out. Another thing that's totally not religion related, but I, something that's helped me is working out. 
that's just kind of been a benefit for me. If I just take 20, 30 minutes for myself to work off some of that stress and anxiety, I feel like a new person. That's at least what works for me. <laughs> that's uh, that's perfect and great advice. I think that if we're not taking our, care of ourselves, our bodies, then yeah. we feel yucky and it's easy to get lost in our feelings. Do you have any particular story or event that happened where you're like, okay, I did this and it helped me through these emotions? So when I decided to do Positively Baby Shower, it was terrifying. I went back and forth for probably a good six months and I just kept trying to talk myself out of it. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally I was like, no, you know, I took the risk to start this business however many years ago. Like, why can't I take this risk to further it and to make a difference in people's lives while I'm doing it? So I did it. I went full force into it, like dove in and it was terrifying. It was so terrifying. And not only that, but I got the sponsors I needed. I got the gifts I needed. It's all working out. It's coming together. Then the day comes of the event. And I remember getting up on stage in front of these moms and I'm just like, uh, hi, (laughs) I'm Jess. Uh, you know, I, I was terrified. (laughs) But you know what? They welcomed me with open arms and they were so sweet and so nice. And, you know, I kind of let down my guard and came out of my shell and it turned out to be amazing. And if you had told me that I was going to be planning my third and fourth one when I first started thinking about this idea, I would have been like, no, it's going to be a fail. (laughs) Like, it's not even going to work. It's going to fail. Like, you know, so it's amazing to watch what can come from trying hard things. I mean, honestly, it's, it's incredible. Things work. Things work. I know, <laughs> right? It's those promptings, those ideas that keep coming, uh-huh. right? And you're like, okay, I'll do it. Like, oh, <laughs> freaking do it. Yeah. <sighs> and then he comes in and takes right. over, and then you get to help a bunch of people. And it's incredible. And that's totally what happened. That's awesome. Starting a business nowadays online, you're you're not interacting face to face with people, mm-hmm. and so. Like to have an actual event where you can see these people and you're like, oh my goodness, they are real moms and I'm really helping them. Like I'm really doing something. Yeah. So that's huge. With being a mom blogger and having a blog and that being your business, what tips do you have for other mompreneurs who are just starting out or who have a blog and they're struggling and not sure if they want to keep going? (laughs) What tips do you have? So my biggest tip is just stick with it and be patient. I know that just sounds cliche because I remember people telling me that and I was like, but it's not working. Like, you don't understand. (laughs) Seriously, I have done this for like eight plus years, like on and off, like trying to figure it out. And it took me like four years to even figure out the right blog, you know, so (laughs) it doesn't just come overnight. A lot of people have the misconception that blogging just happens overnight and it's just going to be like, great, you know, but it doesn't. So you just need to be patient and stick with it and work really hard. Use social media to your advantage. Be real, be yourself. People love to like see the trueness and the realness in people. So just wait a little bit longer. Like it's good, you know, like it's going to happen. It just takes some time. That's really true because I've had like seven businesses, it feels like, maybe more, yeah. maybe less. But, you know, but then you finally figure out that you had those, like for you, the four years before mm-hmm. so you could evolve and really yeah. figure out what you were supposed to do. And, and you know, a funny thing too, I just thought of, it's like, so I had those four years and I tried to do an Etsy shop. Like I did all sorts of stuff before I figured this out. So like, you're going to have like a whole bunch of trial and errors. Like it's going to be a lot. Expect that too, you know? <laughs> I started yeah. out on Etsy, so. See, look, yeah, See? uh-huh. 
Yeah. And I'm like, it was a good thing, but it wasn't like what I was supposed to be doing. So, no, but it leads yeah. you to where you are now. Taking the first step is a big thing. That first step is the hardest, but just do it. Just get over those fears and just do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and we'll be cheering you on. So just do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll be um, right behind you. <laughs> so the question that I like to end with and wrap up one of my interviews, because it's my favorite, oh. is how have you seen the Lord's hand in your business? Oh, how haven't I? Like, if I'm being honest, really, none of this would be possible if it wasn't for him. I, I mean that with my whole heart. I remember... I was still working full time as a banker. And I remember my husband giving me a blessing because I was just contemplating quitting my banking job to do this full time. And I'm like, no, I can't. Like, that's that's not realistic. And I prayed and prayed and prayed. And I remember him giving me a blessing. And it was like probably the strongest feeling that I have ever felt that was like, do it. Like, just do it. So I did. And if I'm being honest, it wasn't easy. Like, it wasn't like, oh, do it. And then it was like, oh, we're good. Like, everything's great. No, it's been hard. But none of it would have been possible without him. I mean, my ideas wouldn't even have come to life without him. I give him full credit for all of my baby shower stuff. The things that have fallen into place don't just fall into place. The Lord's hand was there. It's been incredible. And if I'm being honest, it strengthened my testimony. And he knew what he was doing when he told me to do this because I needed that. I mean, I needed my testimony to be strengthened. I've leaned on him more than I ever have in my entire life these last four years. That's where I've seen his hand the most Mm -hmm. is in the details, like things just coming together or people coming Mm -hmm. into my life. And actually, I remember my sister-in-law was telling me about a Facebook group where they talked about collaborations and it was your Facebook group for collaborations. And then I went in and you were (laughs) like, Hey, I do social media for people. And then I contacted you and now we're friends. (laughs) I know. Look at that. But I do feel like that always happens that heavenly father puts people in your life at the right Mm -hmm. moment or Mm -hmm. sponsors. If you're throwing a baby shower for people. He's there for you even in motherhood. He's there for you at church. He's there for you in business. And so Mm -hmm. I love your testimony of that. That's really fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have any last advice for the mompreneur who is listening? What should they be doing today to make their business better? I would say, honestly, don't hold back. Like, don't hold back. Go full force. You know, if you're still at the stages where you're, like, contemplating doing it, quit that and just do it. You know, (laughs) if you're trying to figure out the next step to, of what you're supposed to do. I mean, let's be real. We all are like, I'm still trying to, you know, what am I supposed to do next? Like, hello, can you tell me, but just go with it. Like if it's not right, the Lord's going to stop you. He's going to say, this isn't it, you know? And if it is right, it's going to work out somehow. Like my biggest advice is just go for it and be patient and trust and have faith because it's going to work. Like it might take time, (laughs) but it's going to be a good thing. Like it's going to be great. Jess, thanks for hanging out with us. You are delightful and real and fun, and we're so lucky to have you here. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast. Check out our other episodes and learn from other women of faith, motherhood, and business as they share their unique stories and experiences. Go to www.mormonmompreneur.com or the iTunes store to learn more.